Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Matt Sporthouse. I'm your host, Matthew Anderson. A lot of information, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. So as you all have probably know by now, the Raptors won the NBA Finals in six games, actually winning their last game in Golden State. Actually, the last game that will ever be had at Oracle Arena because Golden State will be moving to a new arena next season. They did not, the Raptors did not have an easy route. They had to beat the Bucks, the Warriors, and the 76ers. Obviously, the Warriors have all the talent being Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, KD, even though those two end up didn't get, did getting hurt. Uh, the 76, they had to beat the 76ers with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and the Bucks with the Greek Freak and company. But they end up taking it home. I think this was one of the more exciting NBA Finals, especially with the injuries. Maybe not exciting, but definitely you really just didn't know what was about to happen next. Nobody really expected, obviously, KD to get hurt the way he did and then to get hurt the second time. Uh, I will say this, though. Kawhi definitely cemented his way into the Basketball Hall of Fame after capturing his second NBA Finals and his second NBA Finals MVP. That is an outstanding accomplishment, and I'm sure he is super excited. You can tell that whenever he wins champ, obviously he wins championships but there's a, a smile on his face you know usually he's like super un like super detached so it's like he smiles he like loosens up a little bit even whenever he hit the game winner the 76 of the series you start to see the emotion that we all have been like you know kind of waiting to see besides the awkwardness but anyway now this season's over what he will he celebrate he's celebrating the parade with the rest of the raptors in the six also known as toronto today but he will take meetings with because you know he'll be a free agent he will be taking meetings with the lakers the clippers the raptors the knicks and the nets so if you want to look at that geography wise it's two teams in la two teams in new york and the toronto raptors I'm really hoping that he stays with the Toronto Raptors. He's already been offered a free penthouse. You know, superstars get everything for free anyway because everybody wants to be associated with their name. Uh, like, so, like I said, I'm really hoping. And the Raptors organization has really shown him, like, the, like a first-class treatment in every way, shape, or form. So, hopefully, he stays in Toronto. I think that's also good for the NBA to have a team outside of the country. It brings, like, another, another country's attention. Uh, but if not, I believe he'll go to the Clippers. I do not think he's going to the later to the Lakers. And so, as I mentioned, the parade day is going on in Toronto, and and as you could guess, that Drake is there and he's all over. You can check catch it out on social media, or I'm sure if maybe if you live in Toronto, I don't even know I have Toronto listeners, but if you live in Toronto, I'm sure they'll be on the news tonight. Anyway, uh, in other news, like going back to the states. Uh, the Pelicans traded Anthony Davis to the Lakers for three first-round picks, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and Brandon Ingram. This is a really good trade for both teams, in my opinion, because the Pelicans' the Pelicans' new team is going to be solid. I'm going to tell you how. So you have Lonzo Ball, who's the ultimate, like, orchestrator. He, like, put – he's really good at getting the ball to everybody as long as he doesn't go, like, you know, sit in the corner. It happened sometimes last season. So he'll be able to get the ball to Brandon Ingram as long as Brandon Ingram doesn't have this blood clot situation, doesn't continue – Josh Hart, uh, Zion Williamson, because they have the first, because the Pelicans have the first pick in the draft. They're not going to take on pick Zion. So Lonzo will be able to really get the ball. He makes a lot of guys around him better. Around, he makes a lot of players around him better by the way he's able to set them up in really good situations. So he'll be able to distribute to these guys and really can make these guys look really good. So I think they got a good end of this deal. And obviously the Lakers picked up Anthony Davis, who is a once in generation type. Well, not once, because there's a couple of them, but. There ain't many players in the NBA quite as talented as he is. Last year, even in a bad year, he had twenty. He was averaging twenty six points and twelve rebounds, and that he had minute restrictions. So, on a great year, I mean, he's outstanding. In a bad year, he's still pretty good. That was a great trade for both teams. 
I know the Pelicans were kind of like, oh, we really don't want to trade him to L.A. simply because he kind of tried to sabotage their season this season. And I thought he was so petty at the end of the season, having uh, on the last game of the year, he had the shirt that said, that's all, folks. I thought that was kind of petty. But it was kind of cool anyway. Now, all signs are pointing that Kyrie Irving is heading. He's already told the Celtics he's not returning there, that he is heading to Brooklyn. You know, I think he's a New Jersey kid. He's a New York or New Jersey kid. But and he signed with Rock Rock Nation, Jay-Z's sports agency company. But I really need Kyrie Irving to reconsider coming to L.A. Imagine having, being able to, like, let's say you want to go on vacation or business trip, whatever, to L.A. You can go see Kyrie Irving, um, Anthony Davis, LeBron James play all on the same team. That would be so exciting. I, would, I really want to see that happen, but I don't know. It seems like Kyrie's kind of a staple of going to New York. So we'll see how that goes. Now, to talk about those Golden State Warriors in the um, NBA playoffs, they suffered two major injuries. Uh, Clay Thompson tore his ACL in game six. I think that it is absolutely crazy. I don't think the sports world put enough emphasis on this. This man tore his ACL and went back out there and shot free throws. He was walking to the locker room. He came back out and shot free throws on a torn ACL. That is whatever the kids are like. Oh, what is drive? What is greatness? That's greatness. That's like the epitome of it. It's like being able to kind of like take your mind off of the physical pain you might be experiencing and be able to get done whatever job is necessary. Also, as we know, um, Kevin Durant ruptured his Achilles, and so he will be out all of next season. I think both of these guys will at least KD will maybe sign a short-term deal with uh, the Warriors just while he's, you know, recovering. I think the Warriors have already said they'll offer both of these guys the max deals. Klay Thompson, for sure, is resigning. I think, I'm hoping KD will, I think, will be the best idea for him. But you never really, you never really know with KD. So we'll just see. But one thing for sure is he will miss all of next season recovering from that injury. And a lot of times, guys can never come back from that ruptured Achilles the way that they were once before. So it'll be interesting to see what KD does with that. Also, nobody's really talking about it, but if DeMarcus Cousins decides to return to the Warriors, I don't know if he'll get the, I don't think he'll be able to get the Supermax deal because they already have to pay a lot of guys a lot of money. But... I mean, it's a really good, well, actually, next year it's going to be kind of like a uh, eh type of team. As a matter of fact, Steph Curry is going to be like when he first got there next year, he's going to have to do the whole thing. Not himself, but he's not going to have Clay and KD. So it's definitely, I'm sure there's going to be a big summer for him as far as conditioning and make sure everything is clicking whenever the season gets started next year. Uh, We're going to shift gears. No, actually, let's stay here for a couple seconds. I just think it's so funny that Kyle Lowry is getting a ring before Chris Paul. That is just, I know Chris Paul is just like, ugh. But they're having their own problems in Houston. We're not going to talk about that. And also, Kimball Walker is willing in Charlotte, you know, the Charlotte and the Hornets. I always want to say Bobcats because they used to be the Bobcats, but the Hornets owned by Michael Jordan. Anyway, he is willing to take less money to build a great team around him at this point because he wants to stay in uh, Charlotte. There's a lot of money from him in Charlotte. If he got traded to a different team, he'd have to take less money. But he has also wants to win. I mean, they made it to the playoffs, but he wants to be competing late in, uh, what is that, late in early June, late May. He don't always just want to be like sitting there watching the games or like concerts and stuff because I saw him at a concert. That's how I know about that. Anyway, switching gears to college basketball, Tevin Mack and Seventh Woods were both highly touted high school prospects coming out. Tevin came from Drew High School. Seventh came from Hammond School, which is a private school. They're both returning home. Seventh was in North Carolina at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, the Tar Heels. 
but he has enrolled at the University of South Carolina, the finest institution in all the Southland. And so he will have to sit out this year due to transfer rules, regulations, but he'll be playing next season. So this season he'll practice with the team. Essentially what Tevin did whenever he left Texas and went to Alabama. But Tevin, on the other hand, is going to Clemson to play in the ACC. It's a good move for him. It's not too far from his hometown, like what, two hours or so to Clemson. So, you know, family still be able to come to the games and maybe Dre High School students or students from the lower Richland area, because I know he's very well connected in this area, will be able to go and uh, watch him play in the ACC. So, guys, Tevin started his journey at the University of Texas. Then he went to Alabama, and so now he'll be heading to Clemson. Like I said, seventh is coming to the finest institution in all the Southland. Now, on to the NFL. I think that it was kind of cool that the Raiders are going to host Hard Knocks this year. I don't know if you know what Hard Knocks is. It's a show that kind of shows you what goes on their NFL training camp. It comes on HBO, and they give you, like, all the clips of what's going on, the audio, and the whole shebang. They actually do a really good job on it. I really recently started watching this show probably about three years ago, and every year seems to always get better. And the more interesting, controversial players are, how can I put this? Yeah, the more controversial players that are in the team's mini camp, the better the show is, because you have like 80, 90 guys out there, and only 53 make the team, and so, it'd be interesting to see how that works out. Now, the Raiders are currently still in Oakland, but they will be moving to Las Vegas, so it was kind of, it's also a good thing for them, because people get to see behind the scenes, so that whenever they move to Las Vegas, they'll buy tickets, because, you know, when you're, there's no better way to conclude, like, a weekend in Las Vegas than going to an NFL game on Sunday, and the arena, I mean, not the arena, but the stadium is going to be so nice, so something to look forward to anyway the reason that it's going to be so crazy because the Raiders have a lot of personalities on their team and so these personalities plus mites could be a lot of problems but problems are good on tv it's like why people like watching reality tv because problems create entertainment we love entertainment so they got Richie Incognito who's an offensive lineman let's look at his bio he was voted, voted dirtiest player in the league in 2009. He bullied an NFL teammate when he was with the Dolphins into depression, sometimes using racial slurs. On, and on August 20th, 2018, uh, Incognito was arrested and taken into custody after an incident at a funeral home where he threatened to shoot the employees while making funeral arrangements for his father. Police seized two Glocks, three rifles, and a suppressor for a handgun in Incognito's trucks. Uh, employees told Scottsdale's police that Incognito wanted his father's head cut off for research purposes and that he had walked through the funeral home punching caskets and throwing objects. He was charged with disorderly conduct and making threats. So he will be one of the guys on the show because uh, he'll be a player participating in minicamp. And you have to understand, minicamp is already kind of, it's a lot of guys in one area fighting for jobs to feed their family. A lot of tension, you know, a lot of guys in one area, hot tension starts flaring. A lot of things could happen here. Then you got Vontaze Burfick, who's generally voted the dirtiest player in the league. Uh, he about tried to kill Antonio Brown on the field, and he's had problems with this since his days at Arizona State back in college. He's a really dirty player. You got Antonio Brown, who loves the cameras, but sometimes likes to, let's put it like this. Antonio Brown likes to be on the recipient end of catches, and he does. And if he's not, and if he's not getting the catches, he's very disappointed, and he shows it. So he'll be on this team. Then you got the Clemson players. Not to say their problems, it's just something like to home. You have uh, Hunter Renfro will be out there, Trayvon Mullen, and Cleveland Farrell, who will all be participating. And so their first NFL training camp will be on TV. And uh, you have John Gruden, who did NFL work on ESPN for all these years. He even had the notorious show Gruden's Court QB Camp. 
And so he'll be there, and he also do Monday Night Football, so he knows how to play to the cameras a little bit. And then Mike Mayock, who is a draft expert for the NFL Network since 2004. And he will also be taking part, because just like last year, you heard a lot about the Cleveland Browns general manager. Well, I'm sure you'll hear just much about Mike Mayock in the show. And the show is cool because it like tells you their thoughts and how they talk to one another. And for what Shannon Sharp has said on Undisputed is you usually forget some guys forget the cameras there, so you just act as if you normally would. And a lot of things that we don't know about what professional athletes would not say are then exposed. And once it's on that camera, I don't know about the whole entire editing process, but it seems as if once it's on that camera, it's out there. And one of the rough parts about Hard Knocks, though, is you got to watch the show. If you haven't started watching it before, please start now uh, whenever it comes out. Or you can go on HBO and watch the ones from the years past. But one thing that I think is usually the toughest part of the show, they show when the players get cut. And so it's like it's one thing. It's like essentially you're getting fired. But and these athletes have put everything in this their whole entire life. And there's like a million dollars. This could change your family's generational wealth. Now, obviously, you could still go broke. But if you start doing the right things with this money, it could be like a great jump start. But they show you getting cut. And so it's like not only are you getting cut, but it's on TV for entertainment purposes. It's one of the tough parts of the shows. But I guess that's America. That's how we do things. It's, it's like a common circle. It's just how things go. But yeah, so that is the information for this episode of Matt Sporthouse. This was the last of this season. We will look into continuing the next season, but either way, if it does, does not, I appreciate you listening uh, throughout this season. It's been wonderful. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me uh, on my Twitter at Matt the Chosen One. Three T's, the number one at the end. Thanks for listening.